Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. We're talking anxiety. And I'm sure you've now, your anxiety has peaked because we've been talking about missing persons. Maybe that was a trigger. And now you are just like feeling very anxious. Um, and that's what we're talking about today. We're talking anxiety. And uh, we've got a psychologist from Akiso in Parktown, Cindy C. Uh, on the line. Cindy C. Good morning. Hi, how are you? I am dark and lovely, uh, and, and it's a wonderful topic that we're talking about because there's a lot of misunderstanding around mm. what anxiety is, and I think this leads me to my first question. What is mm. anxiety? So anxiety anxiety is a normal emotion that we all experience and have experienced at least at, in one point in our lives. Um, our experience obviously tends to increase the older you get, the more responsible abilities that you have, mainly because there's a lot more that you have to take charge of. So a lot of the time, anxiety is a feeling that I feel if I'm feeling, for example, out of control, mm. um, not able to manage things, for instance. Um, it typically consists of physical, emotional, and, and mental reactions. And whenever these are in small doses, it's very useful because then I can do what I need to do. So if I'm anxious about a project that I have to complete, then I can complete the project. If those reactions are in small doses. But whenever it becomes too high or too frequent, then the anxiety can disrupt my daily life. Essentially, it disrupts my functioning, and those projects are much harder for me to actually complete because then it's affecting my concentration, my ability to think clearly, etc. So in that sense, that's when we start calling it an anxiety disorder instead of your normal anxiety. And what are the telltale signs that someone may be suffering from anxiety disorder? Now, we all worry about mm. things at some point in our yes. lives, like you rightfully said. But in the right doses, it kind of gives you that push to finish mm. whatever it is that you want to do or you get whatever project that uh, is giving you anxiety. However, when it becomes a disorder, it's completely something uh, different mm. altogether. And you said it ruins your day. But what yes. are some of the telltale signs that it, it's become more than just normal anxiety? It's mm-hmm. now a disorder. So maybe the, maybe going back to what you're saying, to highlight that, you know, sometimes anxiety is a disorder. And there's different kinds of anxiety disorders that we have mm. or can have that we can diagnose based on our diagnostic manual. Um, but a nice way to kind of summarize those is by considering maybe the things that I'm going to mention now, yeah. which include maybe me having an uncontrollable amount of worry. Now I can't tell myself that Cindy, things are fine. And then I believe that they're fine. It's uncontrollable, the anxiety. I have excessive nervousness. And again, it's impacting my functioning. For some people, the other thing, the third thing I guess to also look at is maybe I'm struggling to sleep now. You know, I'm so anxious I can't sleep. I spend my nights just thinking about this thing that's worrying me. Um, Now, physical symptoms might include, you know, muscle tension. For some people, they get back pain and, you know, it won't go away until maybe the anxiety or the thing that makes you anxious might settle or disappear. Yeah. I mentioned concentration earlier. That's also something to look at because you're too anxious. You have a flight of thoughts to be able to kind of think clearly. Um, also, maybe my heart rate. Maybe I'm noticing that my heart rate is getting, you know, increasing, mm-hmm. something to look out for. Maybe I have stomach problems or my stomach is upset and I'm needing to run to the toilet every second. Yeah. That's another way of knowing that, okay, something is up. 
And maybe also if you notice, for example, some people are afraid of social settings yeah, um, or very anxious in social settings. And so they avoid. So the keyword there is avoid. And so they avoid those settings because maybe there's there's a fear that's associated with it, even though the fear is illogical. And that's the thing with an anxiety mm. disorder, that I can be anxious about something. And it doesn't make sense because nothing has ever happened maybe to me in a social setting. Or maybe if it did happen, it was once and it wasn't a big thing. Yeah. Um, and, and also what tends to happen as well with anxiety disorders, maybe to just mention another bonus point there, is that when, when it's really severe, some people end up getting panic attacks. Yes. And panic attacks, you know, what they look like essentially is when you have that heart pounding, you're sweating, you're trembling and shaking, you have shortness of breath and you feel like you're choking. You're also nauseous. You might feel dizzy, um, have tingling sensations, mm. chills. Uh, you feel like you're going crazy, essentially. You feel like you're losing control. You, you might even think that you're dying when it's happening, but it's just a panic attack and it's not a heart attack. Um, so those are some things to look out for. When I'm in that, that, that panic mode, when I'm yeah. having an anxiety attack or a panic attack, what are some of the things that I can mm. do to remedy um, that feeling, to make myself calm, to make myself get back to normal? Yeah. So what I'd... What I always recommend to people is that, you know, when you're trying to deal with a panic attack, obviously it's very hard to deal with it in the moment if you've never dealt with it before. Um, So it's always useful to, first of all, to make sure you make contact with a psychologist, psychiatrist, Mm. because those guys can teach you skills, breathing exercises that help you deal with it, um, that help you breathe better. Um, they sit through things like this with you so that you're able to navigate it when it happens. So some people, for example, if I'm busy panicking because I'm in my mind, they'll teach you skills that help you, <clears throat> excuse me, focus your attention on, on your senses, for example, on what you can feel. Maybe the cold floor, maybe is something you can feel. Yeah. Or maybe you hold a cold, very cold ice cube and you focus on that. Mm. Um, something that's extremely uncomfortable to the body, but obviously is not hurtful to you. So they teach you a variety of different skills. So I would say make sure you make contact with a professional so that they can give you these skills and practice them with you because there's a whole lot of different skills. Yeah. Now, you mentioned seeing a psychiatrist or a psychologist. You mentioned uh, them teaching you breathing techniques as well as shifting your focus from what is uh, giving you anxiety. What are Mm. other treatments that one can, that are available, especially to people that don't have the money to, uh, who, money to access Mm. the best of the best? So, you know, I know not many people are are fans of going to a government hospital, but um, a government hospital has psychologists, they have psychiatrists, and they work with you as well through these types of situations. But, of course, if you can't access them as well or it feels like it's too far away to get an appointment, because I know that for some people it takes time, depending on your setting, then you can do the breathing exercises. You you focus on your breath or you, you count backwards in sevens, for example, from a hundred. You can do it on your own. Um, sometimes, by the way, there are psychologists who offer reduced rates. Mm. You know, they, they might reduce it based on where you're at at the moment. And, for example, you know, with COVID, a lot of people are losing uh, jobs or their income is halved or something along those lines. Psychologists and psychiatrists can be quite negotiable, and they they bear that in mind, and they do reduce rates. And I mean, even here at Akeso, um, 
we also, if someone lets us know that they can't afford the full rate, we're able to negotiate to a bit of a lower rate that yeah. maybe they are able to afford. So they can still get the best of the best. It's just a matter of speaking about the fact that maybe you need a reduced rate. Now, in your um, organization or in your uh, practice in Akeso, do you find yeah. an increased number of people, uh, given the fact that we are in a pandemic that come with uh, anxiety, that come mm. with panic attacks? Have you seen an increase uh, given the times that we're living in? So absolutely, a lot more people are are reporting feeling quite anxious because, again, it's it's a time that quite things aren't predictable. Um, of course, you know, it becomes hard for them to also agree to come and get admitted or come to the hospital because I'm anxious about, you know, will I get COVID when yeah. I come see oh, my, my psychologist or my psychiatrist? Oh. So that also kind of impacts if people want to. But of course, then there are, we also do online sessions. So we also offer that for people. Um, so there's definitely a lot of people who are specifically anxious about this period. Um, and, and anxious about how it's impacting their lives because a lot of people's lives are being impacted. So absolutely, there have been, in conjunction to this, a number of people reporting it, yeah. And how can our listeners get in touch with Akeso for assistance with anxiety and other mental health concerns? Um, so they can contact, uh, they can call Netcare Appointment mm. um, on this number. I'll try to say it very slowly, 60 565. I'll say it again. It's 060-55-5565. So they're open on Mondays to Fridays between 8 and 5. Otherwise, they can also email, send an email, go online and uh, on www.netcare.co.za and just request a medical appointment. So there's a link that they can follow. Fantastic. With regards to that, yeah. Thank you so much for your time. This was very insightful. Sure. Bon Thank you. That was um, our psychologist at uh, Akeso Parktown. Her name is Usindi Siwem Lodja, giving us a bit of insight around anxiety, what it feels like, what it looks like, and what happens when you get an anxiety attack, a.k.a. a panic attack. Radio 2000 Podcast.